Welcome to the Leverage to Scale show. I'm Amber Vilhauer, founder and CEO of LeverageToScale.com, brought to you by NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. We work with purpose-driven business owners to develop their online platform and scale their influence. We believe that you have the opportunity to positively change the world one relationship at a time. Stick around to the end of the show in about 20 minutes and I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing marketing podcasts. Let's go. And welcome to Leverage to Scale. I'm your host for the episode. My name is Dan and I am joined by a thought leader, a CEO, a, uh, a guy that's got a great background. Uh, and I want to dig into that a little bit because you've got quite an interesting story, it looks like personally, but also for the company. Uh, Shrikanth, welcome to the show. And, and I want to get this right because you are with Blue Eye Soft is the company, right? Yes. Uh-huh. So and you're managing partner. You're also a, a CEO by, by title and other stuff. Um, so Srikanth Kotaboyina, welcome to the show. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Dan. You said it absolutely perfect. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, great. I appreciate that. So Srikanth, tell me a little bit about who you are and who Blue Eye Soft is and who you serve. And then I'll get into some other stuff because I have some other questions for you. Um, so I'll take that question out there, three bits. Who am I? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm the founder and CEO of uh, Blue Eye Soft. Um, so I'm also an Army Reserve officer, currently serving U.S. Army in reserves. Um, so I reside in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, originally from India, got expedited U.S. citizenship because of my service under mm-hmm. National Interest Waiver. And uh, what I personally, Blue Doc, uh, Blue Eye Soft, is an advanced data analytics company focusing on uh, data analytics uh, and um, predictive insights. Excellent. So, so first of all, uh, I, I have served veterans and uh, military in my past. So I say this with humility and true gratitude. Thank you for your service to our country. Oh, it's absolutely an honor. Being born in a different country, and I believe that this story was only possible in America. So I was born in a different country, came here to study, and uh, this, is, this is something that's American way of doing things. Yeah, it's American. Yeah, it's a- it's like the stereo or the the storybook American dream, right? Move here, serve the country, become a citizen, and then build a business. Like it's such a cool story. Absolutely, no country permits it. It's only America that does it. That's why yeah. country of immigrants. Interesting. Very cool. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, Blue Eye Soft. You said uh, advanced data analytics, right? Mm-hmm. So, what is that like? Who do you serve then? Who do you help with that? Oh, uh, so we have a multiple products on there. One of our product is on the space analytics with Blue Doc AI. We serve hospitals. Uh, that's an artificial AI-enabled data diagnostic system. So with, uh, we, we were more, more focused on the space, space operations, satellite collision prevention. We were an Air Force Research Lab space accelerator company focusing on very top niche skills, uh, area, niche area kind of stuff. But when the pandemic broke, we always thought, how could we really use this uh, artificial intelligence knowledge that we have? And yeah. we actually diverted our focus onto the AI medical imaging. So we, by looking at an x-ray, we can say whether a patient has a COVID or not. And how is the disease progressing? It's not just COVID. Uh, we are focusing on uh, six other uh, diseases like pneumonia, pneumothorax, lung cancer. So we are specifically targeted towards uh, hospitals, 
and then uh, uh, radiologists and then insurance companies. Mm. Wow. So, so not that the pandemic is a good thing, but that helped you focus in on, a, a, on your niche a little bit and serve them with a new way then, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Because things changed completely drastically in the March timeframe. So yeah. it, all the world is looking to see, hey, how can we solve this problem? And we were also thinking that w- what is the use of space um, falling on space when you can't really survive uh, yeah. on Earth? And then we said, let's go and find this. We got an exclusive license from University of Dayton, who did uh, 10 years of research on that. So quickly, all of our engineers took that, made it an enterprise-ready product, and we are going through the FDA to make sure this is in the hands of right people at the possible earliest. Yeah. So, Srikanth, take me to the idea of starting your business. You're, you're the founder of Blue Eye Soft. You're already in the Army serving your country, and then you decide to start a, a business. Why did you start that business in particular? Oh, uh, I think that that's where I had to go a little bit past back. Um, I'm a kind of a guy. I was 17. I started working at the age of 17. My parents were farmers. Uh, so 21, I saw the dream of America. Just like everyone with few hundred dollars and two bags, I came to America to get my master's degree in engineering. Okay. And behind the scenes, I always wanted to start company. So when I was 18, uh, I had the 15 people working for me. So I saw this big, great American dream, Moodo here, studied entrepreneurship at University of Dayton, graduated in 2011, worked for Fortune 100 companies. But behind, deep down, I always had that zeal of doing something impactful and meaning. Though I was growing at a very at a high level pace in the corporate program management, managing projects across the globe, I couldn't start my company because of my lack of visa. U.S. Army helped me become a U.S. citizen. The moment I got my citizenship, I said, this is it. I wanted to start my company. I was 27, 28, heading out there, um, became unemployable and started that real company trying to find and show that, how do I do this? Became unemployable. I love that about entrepreneurs. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So with your experience in the army, is there... Is are there entrepreneurial people in our service? Is did you learn anything through the army on how to start your company? Um, there was a lot of education with. Um, since I'm, I was just serving uh, from four and a half five years, um, four, approximately four and a half years, um, I, I was <laughs> there's a quite a little different thing which I wanted to say. Um, yes, yes, I think people are entrepreneurial. You have the grit and passion. And uh, to do activity and that kind of thing is something which you learn from army. Absolutely, mm. I would say it. But you still need, if you wanted to, because if your entire career is from army, like if you start in 18 and 19 as a private and then go all the way, you still need to understand the corporate sector. But the key ingredients of grit, preservance, and uh, mission accomplishment kind of attitude uh, veterans always have that kind of uh, thing which is inbuilt in their training. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, that, that grit and everything is in that mission accomplishedness. I like that. Yeah. Um, so, Srikanth, it, it seems like, so it sounds like things are going well, right? And it sounds like even in the face of adversity of the pandemic, you've made uh, some, some strides. But I have to believe that as an entrepreneur, um, especially maybe striving for the American dream, but with difficulties in front of you, you've had some difficult moments, some hard moments. You know, oftentimes I'll hear stories from entrepreneurs that they've hit rock bottom at some point in their career. They've thrown up their hands and said, enough is enough. Have you had those moments so far with uh, Blue Eye Soft? 
absolutely you will have it with every business and uh, without having those moments you are you can't really call it and here i bring a concept called power of progressive opportunities what most entrepreneurs or others really fail is that they see a long term goal within 3 years we want to be here we want uh, within 5 years we want to be here mm-hmm. and uh, when things doesn't happen you really get disapp- disappointed and you lose confidence but the only way you can avoid that is to uh, find the opportunities pretty close to you you should be the guy seeing the opportunities close uh, which are near you and grab them so that you get the confidence and you execute those uh, things and then st- still connect the dots to your long term goal okay so you have your short term things happening but you are focused on the long term vision out there that's okay. how you can do it else it's there is no other way you, yeah. you dream of building a multi billion dollar company and then you realize it would take 5 6 years and nothing happens you're lost now you say oh it's okay now you use everything that is needed to survive the company or take a couple of pivotable moments and then keep 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 enriching yourself yeah you get you can more Gotcha. Um, so I, I want to get back to the three to five years thing because I've got a question about that too um, that I want to ask you. But in those hard moments, what what's one of the challenges that you've really faced so far as an entrepreneur? Oh, there are uh, multiple things I would say, uh, especially with the background. If you're a first-time entrepreneur, you have a different challenges. When um, you have a lot of support systems, one challenge would be um, mostly like treating and working with humans if you are a man of a color or whether you are minority or a different way you get certain businesses so at the end of the day running a business you need certain other skill set not the technology i was only able to get get work which other people really can't do it so i was on a visa i come up on a h1 uh, it takes a little bit of friction to work with people to really understand and trust you when you are especially a person of a different color so okay. that's one of the biggest challenge which i always face but there are ways there are support systems which you can overcome on it so so on on the overcoming side of it like what are those systems what are the things that you tell yourself how do you overcome that particular challenge uh, the challenge is to identify um for example if, uh, for the funding related to afworks because most people struggle with funding related so attend this meetings attend the conferences build that uh, personal relationships know the people Uh, spend time more time with uh, the respective things accelerators being a part of accelerators taking benefits from the state government programs um taking support from uh, real good mentors who have mm-hmm. been or who has uh, through that phase would really always help you okay I sounds like relationships something relationships are really important then absolutely how you build a uh, business is nothing it's all about the relations <laughs> and trust <laughs> right um so if is Is there one thing over the last year that if you could redo you would uh uh one piece the way i behaved and thought with the employees you so you expect all of your employees to be just performing like you and have the same passion which you have and that's a wrong conception if they have the same thing as you are they would be another entrepreneur so you need mm-hmm. to understand there is a mix and then every person is built differently and you have to understand and work with them not just simply thinking that everybody should be a replica of me is not a good thing gotcha and and how do you balance that you know you have your vision your passion your buy in work ethic everything else and when you understand that okay not everybody's going to be that because i'm the founder how do you strike that harmony of casting the vision but not drowning them in it 
Yep. I think most of the people think that it would be money, only the motivating factor. But the recent study shows that that's the fourth factor in the entire end piece. So you need to understand and motivate. What is your vision? What is your mission? What is the purpose of the company? If you are able to really explain them and show the people that they're building something which is bigger than themselves, that, mm. that energizes you. That helps the company. The purpose on why you are running the company, uh, forgetting about the money, will, will always motivate employees. It's not just the paycheck. After a certain point, money loses its value. The vision, the core values, the mission that you define would, would, would be the differentiator. Gotcha. Does all of that play a part also in becoming a thought leader in your industry, being able to talk about that stuff too? Or what? So yeah, do, does that play a part in that? Oh, absolutely. You have to have a vision, right? And so you, as an entrepreneur, you think something which is not really existing and you see things which other people don't see. And that's only, that's the purpose of an entrepreneur or a CEO guy. You see for five years or two years ahead of the game. So you have to be that. Yeah. Um, in this world of, you know, everybody has a, a microphone, everybody has a camera, everybody has a voice, a pen, a, a keyboard. Um, it's, it, it gets pretty noisy. I know in a lot of areas, but even when you are blazing a new path, it can be difficult to, to build that thought leadership in order to build your b- brand and your business. What do you do to try to build that thought leadership? Continuous learning, education. The more you spend, I attended six different universities out there. So rigorous way, um, interacting and working with, that's the first point, continuous learning. Two, Mm -hmm. interacting more with the universities if it's a subject-related piece out there on whatever your offering is. Uh, Have close relationships with university. Have close relationship with younger people because you get outdated pretty quickly focusing on well something. So these three factors always help me to be there and think something completely different. Work okay. with the innovation labs if any of those companies have instead of doing repetitive tasks. Yeah. Interesting to, to be able to tap into higher learning. And I love on your LinkedIn profile, I saw that you, you, you say, I endeavor to build a future-focused organization with a highly competent and energetic team of young graduates. So... So for you, it is that, that entrepreneurial, educational thought leaders coming out of university that really are helping you build that future then, yeah? No, it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, Eng is different because you don't get manipulated out there. People always have a different dreams when they are 25, but by the time when they get 45, they're completely lost because they thought that it's a different thing. So zero to 15, you behave one way, 15 to 25, 25 to 35, and after 45. So whenever I teach something on this uh, concept of uh, power of progressive opportunities, I always say people with 25 have a different mindset, different thinking, different expectations. They know that anything and everything is possible. And they are with full of confidence, energy, trying to seal something. But that gets evaporated by the time they go like 40, 45, because they don't, at at age of 45, you see nothing is happening or your dreams are taking way longer. So you need to have that uh, energy at 25 where you can really change things and get innovative things out. Yeah. Interesting. That's a, that's a great, that's a a very, that's a very interesting perspective. I like that. Um, You know, we, we, we so often brush off the youth. So you're giving them a lot more empowerment in that. So that's, that's really cool. Um, you talked earlier about the three to five years kind of a thing, having that vision in order to cast to, to get through the tough times. Uh, where do you see yourself in three years, five years, maybe 10 years from now? Um, we plan out there um, within 2023. That's our uh, largest goal. When we actually had our uh, vision statement created for 2023, we just say that Blue Eye Soft would be 
uh, a top leading AI medical imaging company with over 800 million market cap, uh, solving around like uh, six modalities like pneumonia, pneumothorax, lung cancer, um, and uh, in, in three different areas by using X-ray, CD, and um, scan-related MRI scan-related systems. That's okay. the solution which we have in pre-use. Yes. Very specific in 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 uh, um, like dream dreaming, right? Very big. That's that's cool. It should be smart. You should be measurable. It should be um, achievable. It should be accepted by the team. That's when you say that you're going. Else, it becomes a dream is a dream, uh, but a goal or a plan, a vision is something which we have planned. So we know the specific metrics of each thing. What is your market cap? What areas are you doing? What do you want to be? Kind of thing. So we made sure that all that five concepts are embedded in our vision statement. Yeah. And still aspirational, which is cool. Um, so, so to get there, what does success look like in 2021 for you? Uh, in 2021, uh, hitting the product onto the road market because uh, uh, taking a software as a medical device to market takes longer time. Uh, but because of pandemic, we took this as an advantage thing. So when people took four years, five years to work with regulatory teams to get their product, COVID is very accelerated. So we had people working on the weekend, even from the regulatory, from the government or from whatnot. We made sure we moved fast. So getting into the hands of uh, people uh, at the right hospitals, completing our pilots, working with all uh, the 14 countries that we are enhancing from a pilot to a trial is something that we wanted to go. Right on. So Srikanth, how can the Leverage to Scale community uh, jump on board and help you in developing that vision and that future for you? Oh, help Where can we find you? <laughs> yeah, well, you, you can connect us on, connect me on LinkedIn, Facebook, social person. So it's a media age, millennials age. Is Google right. and you would be able to connect and we'd be happy to have, your network is net worth. So I would always love to network with the people with right skills and right attitude and visions. Yeah, it comes back again, comes back to the relationships and, and how you can serve each other. Right? Yeah. Who you know matters than what you know. Yeah. Well, Srikanth Kodaboyina, thank you so much for being a part of this. Uh, again, the company is Blue Eye Soft and, and Blue Doc AI is the, the product that you're talking about. So very cool stuff. Thanks for being a part of the conversation and the community, sir. Oh, thank you so much, Dan Marley. Mm-hmm. so much for listening to the Leverage to Scale show. If you are a purpose-driven business owner or professional who would like to have a global impact by being interviewed on our show, please visit leveragetoscale.com forward slash guest. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you do me a favor and share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on your favorite social network. If you do that, just be sure to tag us with a hashtag leverage to scale. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and pick one winner from each platform. What do you win? We are going to promote you and your business to all of our social media fans totally free. Next, if you thought this was a valuable use of your time, please support the show and give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. I believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. My name is Amber Vilhauer, and I thank you so much for your time. 
Let's connect on your favorite social channels. Thanks for listening. Thank you for being a part of the No Guts, No Glory movement.